know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk, episode 46, the Craig Ferguson edition. Yeah, the little-known Montreal Canadiens in the early known. 90s. Very little-known, and not the talk show host. It's the gas man. It's Frankie Knuckles. And to be perfectly honest, cards on the table, this is take two. Yes. <laughs> I don't... All the banter, I... I mean, I don't know what we're going to do, but I forgot to record for not all of the show, but a lot of the NBA talk. And I am so mad at myself right now. I, I'm afraid I'm losing my mind. And uh, I have never felt, well, I felt worse, but I feel really bad right now. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So here we go. Take two. Yeah, that's all, that's all right, man. You know, I don't, uh, don't beat yourself up. It was all, you know? I mean, it was 30. 20 minutes, 25 minutes. But I mean, still. Well, we just talk nonsense anyway, man. It's, it's not a big deal. There's just the magic of the first recording that's gone. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's not so, good. This is depressing. You know, uh, things, uh, I mean, on, on the brighter side, you know, things are starting to get a little bit better out there. You know, the vaccines are flowing yeah. and COVID numbers are, are, are going down in some places. and uh, In our in area, it's been a beautiful week. I've been out all the time. and Oh, just... yeah. The, the weather's been glorious. And uh, Ontario just released their their plan to, to reopen. We got uh, the three-step plan. And uh, things are moving in the right direction. Pretty soon, we'll be... Uh, Sitting on patios again, having cold beverages. We'll be, we'll be going to movies, going to the drive-in. Uh, concerts are coming back. We're going to be around other people again. The winter was uh, was getting a little rough. I needed this this warm weather, so I am very. Well, I mean, I kind of, uh, um, I rather enjoyed uh, everything. I, uh, you know, uh, things all started to come together in my. Uh, isolation i'm one of those few people that kind of uh thrived on what was going on uh, in the world and and you know not really having to worry about what was going on uh, i was uh, that way much. for the for the most part i like I, I i don't have many complaints personally but just towards the end of april i, I was starting to like get a little cabin fever but in I, general I, 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 don't, I don't have a it wasn't that difficult for me so i'm kind of lucky Right. You know, I, I bought my exercise bike. Uh, I've been uh, eating better. I've, uh, oh, yeah, you know, I've, dro- I've dropped like 50 LBs. Time. And uh, so, you know, things are things are okay for me uh, mentally. But uh, I am ready to, you know, emerge out like the groundhog and uh, and see my shadow for once and, and not get scared and jump back in for six more weeks. I'm, I'm ready to get out there and enjoy what's going on you know i've been uh i've been gardening yes yeah as of i quite a bit i uh you and know, just to uh, be clear I, i'm doing yard work not like oh okay a food garden or anything like that right no no i'm, I'm not doing anything either i mean i would i guess i guess it's basically what i'm doing is yard work but uh it's only in the last couple of years i've started to enjoy mowing the lawn and uh <laughs> 
<laughs> and you know, it's it's sad. We are getting almost. old. We are getting yeah. very old. And uh, I kind of like you know when things kind of look nice. And so uh, this year I decided to. Uh, this is a, I've got a little extra time away from work. You know, I'm still going in every day, but you know, I'm not really open. I'm not really dealing with the public. I'm just kind of doing a a little bit. Uh, you know, if they're going to keep paying me, I got to actually do something. So, but it has given me a little bit of extra time to, you know, do some stuff around uh, the house. So I uh, decided to uh, uh, do some uh, mulching. I did a little bit a few years ago, and this uh, this time I decided that, uh, you know, maybe I'll do a little bit extra. So I've got this one kind of spot at the back of my uh, yard that I was that was planning on mulching. And then there's a, I've got a, are you going to the bathroom? No, just pouring, pouring some it? diet root beer. Oh, okay. That <laughs> <laughs> you had like a little bucket there beside you. Now I've got I've got a bit of a rose garden and some uh, plants out front, and then I was gonna you know do some mulching along in there. So I called up this company, and uh, they uh, they're in Niagara, and uh, I decided to get uh, some of the the pine mulch, like the little a little bit red, but it's mostly brown color, and uh, they have very there's numerous colors of mulch which i was not aware of but so i decided to uh kind of eyeball what i was doing and i looked at you know how much mulch you're supposed to use and and uh, to uh, you know to not only uh, enrich the soil over a couple of years but uh, to help with the weed thing right and weeds are still going to come weeds are going to grow um, so i did a little bit of research and decided i'm going to get two cubic yards of mulch delivered. And it was going to be a lot of work, but I figured, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I must as well do it right. You got it. So I called the company, the dump truck came, and on the one side of my house, the, the driveway goes all the way uh, into, basically into the backyard. And on the other side of the house, uh, it's kind of a smaller space, which the sun never hits, and nothing really grows there but weeds, and it's mostly just, you know, dirt patches. So I decided to clear that out and, uh, you know, kind of make things look nice so the dump truck comes in and and he asks me where i want it so it comes all the way up the driveway and uh good idea at the time i decided to uh go to the front of the truck and uh, just kind of stay out of the way and uh so the driver is chit-chatting with me as he lifts up the bed and the and the, the mulch starts coming down and like kind of see it falling from where i am but i don't really have a good visual and the truck bed goes all the way up and you know does that shake and lets everything out and it comes down and he pulls forward and goes to the end of the driveway and i'm and then i kind of turned and looked at this pile of mulch that he left my two cubic yards and uh it's black so it's not the the pine that i had ordered and i was like eh, that's not really a big deal who cares so i've got the black color mulch it's fine. Some people think it look, look thinks it looks better. Don't and I believe you I have black. One. Yeah, you you <laughs> but I, the black. I mulch. was going to say I would not. I would if it didn't match my other mulch and like I I would say I don't want this. <laughs> like, however, I hadn't started mulching it, so I didn't really have anything. But did you to... like mix the colors or? No, no, because uh, did you do or, one color down first and then one on top or something? Or well, what I no because like what I had done last time was that uh, I did it a few years ago, but most of the stuff that I already had it pretty much mixed in with with the dirt. And so when I looked at the pile of the black mulch, I was like, you know, whatever. And then so the driver came over and and we're both looking at the pile, and 
it's definitely a lot bigger than I expected, but I just figured, well, maybe my idea of what it should be is there. And he kind of fiddled around with it and he dug his hand right into the middle of it and moved the black mulch aside. And in the middle of that was the pine that I had ordered. So while he was chit-chatting with me, he didn't, wasn't really paying full attention to what he was doing. And he dumped his entire load, which was four cubic yards of mulch. So I got somebody else's order on top of mine. And, you know, and obviously it all mixed together. And uh, he said, you know, I got to go. I'll have the owner call you. And so she called me later and basically said it would just take too long and it'd be too difficult for them to just shovel it all back into another dump truck. So they just said, you want it? If you can use it, you can have it. And so that's why I decided to do the, the other side of the house. And, and uh, so actually the, uh, I did my best with separating it. So the, my backyard has the Brown mulch and my front yard has the black. Okay. So, I mean, that works. uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I wasn't really too concerned because well, as long you know, as you, yeah, you're time, a big time mulcher now, bud. That's what you do. I know. I'm I'm a super <laughs> pro, and uh, by this time next year, I mean, the colors are probably going to be pretty similar. They'll wash out a bit for sure. So yeah, the, the, the so, dye runs out on the black. So yeah, yeah. that that was also uh, something that I was not particularly Some ready stains for. Stains on the, the on the driveway. Well, uh, well, the, the dryer didn't get too stained. Yeah, it was my skin. Everything oh, yeah. <laughs> was was really stained, and yeah. I was like, "What is happening?" But gotta get some gloves on. You might not be pro but, yet. Might might be time to go pro mulch yet. Gotta get the gloves on. But, oh, I, I I did have gloves. Oh, really? Even, but still, yeah, it uh, that stuff soaked through. Uh, but yeah, so I uh, you know I've been doing a lot of you know now that the mulch is out there, I've been going out and looking for any weeds that peek through, and I yoink those out and. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe this is a new business venture for myself. You know, and, uh, I've got a little bit of work to do on on the lawn. Uh, it's there's I don't like the ratio of grass to not grass. That's a uh, green. Sodded last week. It's uh, I've been watering it a lot. You so so did you just put the sod over top of no, what you had, or we like cut up the old stuff? My friend had a machine and stuff like that. So it's and you just you. Had, like like a roto till type thing. No, it's uh, we did. You know, it's a sod cutter. So you cut the old stuff up like sod, take it all out, put new soil down, put new sod. It's oh wow, it's a big it's a big thing. Yeah, but I have a small yard, so it wasn't that big a deal. Right. But my friend, I think me, uh, I, was, uh, I think my grateful. yard is probably more than twice the size of yours. So yeah, probably. I'm not even sure if I've even seen your backyard before. I don't know. Not a lot of big yards in that area. No. It's in Welland. Which is the way I like it. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, basically what I've been doing uh, over the last uh, uh, couple of months, you know, um, being outside as much as I can, you know, doing a little workout, eating better. I, I've lowered now my blood pressure. it's time to uh, sit inside and watch basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I haven't had snacks in a while and that's uh, that's been tough. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, I, I, I know that I feel better, um, but man, I, I do miss bad food. Yep. Bad food you know? is good. <laughs> it's really good. It's the best stuff. And, uh, <laughs> so I got to figure out a way to maybe do like, uh, how the rock does his, his cheat days. Have you ever seen that on Instagram? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no. You're not a fan of the rock. 
I do not follow The Rock on Instagram. Oh, oh, by the way, did you ever did you finish watching Young Rock? No, <laughs> dude, man, it was a really good show. I believe you. I'm glad you really enjoyed it. Not for me. And I, I think like they, you know, all the times that you know they had Iron Sheik and Andre the Giant and Junkyard Dog and Macho Man and all that. I think the, those episodes were really great. Whenever they focused on. Uh, that that wrestling family and uh, man, what a really good show and renewed for season two. So we get more Young Rock next year. That's I'm happy for you. I'm glad you're happy. That is more Young Rock podcasts so we can do. That's, we're good. We should start the official Young Rock cast. More no? power to you. You can you can do it all. It's it's totally up to no. you. But I, I need you as a producer. I will not partake <laughs> in the Young Rock <laughs> podcast. But yeah, yeah. So he does these cr- crazy cheat days where he gets like, like an insane amount of of food. Now, obviously, I can't uh, go that crazy, but uh, you know, maybe I'll uh, I'll get a nice meatball sub one day. There you go. I love a good meatball sandwich. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, you know, so uh, things are going good. You know, things are opening up, and uh, sooner or later we'll be able to do these uh, podcasts in the same room. Mm-hmm. And I will uh, say it's really nice doing them on Zoom, though. It's very convenient. Yeah. I uh, Super convenient to do them on Zoom. And, and uh, you know, when, and when I listen to other podcasts and stuff, you know, depending on uh, the uh, – on, on how they're recorded sometimes you know you, you don't even really notice that you're, you're not in the same room so mm-hmm. yeah it's gone pretty good gotta say as long as uh we don't encounter any more thunderstorms like that one episode or house the, fires, or house fires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the excitement podcast that's what uh that's Something's what people turn in happening. they want to know which which natural disaster <laughs> is going to affect the show next yeah earthquake so, or typhoon <laughs> That's <laughs> the wrestlers, of course. Ah, man, what a great reference, by the way. I appreciate you bringing up uh, John Tenta and Fred Ottman. My pleasure. Uh, are you impressed that I knew their real names? Yes, I had. I well, I don't know if they're real because I can't verify you on that. I'm assuming you're correct, <laughs> and I am impressed. So you know, let's uh, let's talk about what's been going on in the in the sporting world. Like uh, things are happening. Yeah, like, I've we're, been we're uh, getting into playoffs and basketball. I mean, I obviously love football more than anything. Yeah, um, basketball. I've been kind of down on. I did watch quite a few Pelicans games. And Bef- th- before we get into that, let me ask: Are you already getting excited about the new football season? <laughs> not <laughs> really. Still, no, not yet. Like I not didn't yet. get into okay. the draft really and stuff like that. No. I, I don't get. I'm not. I just love watching it on Sundays in the Bills games. Um, But this week I watched a lot of the play-in games, and I've been watching playoff hockey too. uh, And my biggest takeaways, I love the Memphis Grizzlies. And I watched both of their play-in games. Breaking news. Breaking news. You have not heard this before or me gush about them. And no. ultra bold predictions about them uh, forty minutes ago, but the I look at them and all I've watched is Pelicans games this year, and they are awful. I didn't realize how awful they were until I watched the Memphis Grizzlies. 
the squander talent on the Pelicans is so disappointing after seeing like a lower talent team. Like uh, maybe not. They're better. They're a better teams. So that's debatable. But in terms of star power and stuff like that, and then. I just love the way they play. I love everything about them. I watch those two games. I bet on the Warriors at halftime. I'm like, this is the easiest money I'm ever going to make. I should, I should bet my house. Uh, thank God I didn't. And uh, I was so glad that they won. I was so happy to lose that very small amount of money so that uh, Memphis could make it to the playoffs because they are great. Their defense is amazing. I love John Morant. But the playing games, let's get to the the, the real main playoff playing game we should be talking about lakers uh golden state i'm assuming you watched yeah and i thought it was uh uh an excellent basketball game which was uh um you know perfectly officiated (laughs) right down the middle oh yeah very unbiased Van Gundy is well, kind of, I, of course it was it was unbiased because they, they they're not sure whether you know LeBron or Steph and who do you want in the playoffs. It was I think they know who they want. I'm pretty sure, and like you never know what's going to happen in that second game, as we saw, because I'm sure they wanted Steph Curry to win that second game, but uh, Memphis would not have it. And like Van Gundy settled down on complaining about officiating, from what I've seen, the very limited stuff I've watched with him announcing, but. The uh, there was a block. I can't remember who was dunking or trying to dunk on the Warriors, and LeBron like hammered him, went right through his arms to get to the ball. Complete foul. I said something, and then Jeff Van Gundy, watching the replay, said what I said verbatim. How is that not a foul? And I completely agree. Plus, you have uh, Matthews getting the most like floppiest charge calls i've i've ever seen like and then everyone gushing over his defense those are the biggest flops those are draymond green level flops it was gross uh the refs gave the lakers that game i'm glad memphis got their kind of justice in the next game but really the lakers were awful i hate them now they complain constantly lebron every I know people, every call, he's lobbying to the officials. Like, just stop, please. And Vogel is just as bad. I, I can't take it. I I hate that team now. I used to love LeBron. I used to talk about how much I love LeBron. And I loved that he would pass the ball in big situations. Like, he was a total team player. But his ego is just getting ridiculous. I'm, I cannot wait to cheer against this team and be disappointed this entire playoffs. I will. I will admit that uh, LeBron does complain a lot. Um, Vogel doesn't complain any more than any other NBA coach. They're all terrible oh, yeah, complaining about everything. And yeah, I think you see what you want to see. You I want to see so. the Lakers as a bunch of whiners instead of the complete all-around team with the best-ranked defense in the NBA. That is true, but Memphis's defense defense is exceptional. Uh, I Drummond complains a lot. I do not like Drummond. He didn't. He didn't really play much at all. Like he was. He was pretty bad in that uh, that playing game. But yeah, you know, they but, were all uh, bad. they. They were. They were. They were bad in the first half. But they they pulled it together. Marcus Saul right? playing against the Pelicans had this the dirtiest play. He's taking a charge and he pushes the guy to the ground when he's in front of him. No one says anything. 
wasn't like, what are you doing? He, you just, you injured a player and no one cares because you didn't want to take the charge. Take the charge if you're going to take it, but don't push someone out of the way. Absolutely ridiculous. I hate Marcus All too. Fuck you. I hate this. That that was not in the first show. I forgot to mention that. So uh, it's a good thing we got that in there. But yeah, I am. The playoff matchups in the first round in the NBA are exceptional. Like I think they're really good. They're fantastic. And how did I not bring this up before we get into the playoff matchups? I'm still riding high on my ultra bold prediction, which I heard nowhere else. No one in the world was talking about this except Back for me. Before the season. Before, before the, season. the season started. That's right. Okay. Ultra, ultra bold prediction. I believe it was a double ultra. Okay. I'm excited going. to know where we're going here. Was Chris Paul will be the MVP of the NBA. All and right. there are yes. many people putting him as, or the said they were going to make him his first vote on the MVP ballot. And, uh, I got to, I, I get stuff wrong all the time. So does every single sports podcast or commentator ever, but that is a unique ultra bold prediction. And I, I will uh, give you credit for that. You, you did say that. Thank you. And I, I just saw it happening. Chris Paul's been robbed of two MVPs now, or will be at the end of the season. Who did he lose to the first time? Kobe Bryant, just because they got the number one seed. Like, why? If that's... So if the if Phoenix... I'm guessing if Phoenix got basically won one more game and got the number one seed, there'd be a lot more talk about him being MVP, which is so stupid to me. Uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, I'm looking forward to these, these playoffs, I gotta say. I... I didn't realize the NBA was so much better than my shitty team. <laughs> and uh, I'm pumped. You know what the I Pelicans do have to are say. an embarrassment, an absolute. Well, they're in a rebuild. I didn't know how bad they were until I saw these other teams. There is no excuse for what's going on there. You know, and I know a lot of people say this, and I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. Uh, but, you know, I do agree with with a lot of the talking heads that, like, the NBA playoffs are are more exciting when when the Knicks are good and the 76ers are good and the Lakers are good. And Look, I just maybe maybe the Celtics. I, I mean, mean, those are the, the big four teams, right? Why is that actually the- happening? Because big players want to the most exciting players want to go there. I think because the media fosters this all they they don't talk about small market teams and it just it's this self-fulfilling cycle of the big teams matter and the small ones don't that's why I love the NFL I feel like everyone has a chance to succeed at a the most equal level of other maybe hockey might be a bit better than the NFL but uh yeah the NBA it's I don't know I don't feel that strongly about it but I feel like if you just changed perception through media. It would, no one would feel that way. That's my personal opinion. I think it's great. I think it's a, a good that the city of New York is excited about the the Knicks. I, I'm I excited know. about the Knicks too. I like. I have yeah. no problems with the Knicks being good, but I'm excited because they took players that you know. Everyone else didn't think we're good, which I personally thought were really good and underrated. Randall and Peyton and other, and 
Thibodeau. I said I wanted him so bad for my team, and uh, not that I think he would have gelled with the players on my team, but he is uh, he's a really good coach. So I'm I'm I, I like the Knicks as well. But R.J. Uh, Barrett. Yeah, I, I mean I haven't watched them that much, so I yeah. just kind of what I've heard. But the uh, I'm excited to watch them. The the one thing I didn't mention on the first time we recorded is I actually watched a bunch of the Pelicans games at the end of the season when all of their stars were hurt when they were making right. the last playoff push. And they were so much more fun to watch. Like they had rookies and young players, guys on like 10 day contracts and they were trying so hard. It was so refreshing. The lack of effort on defense in particular from the Pelicans players, uh, superstars is so bad. I, I loved watching the bat the this B team basically lose the last two weeks. It was so much more fun to watch. And see, I, I had the 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 opposite. Like in those years when, uh, well, especially the year when when Kobe went down with his injury, and the the Lakers were being led by like Carlos Boozer and Jeremy Lim and 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 that squad and who had no care whether they like yeah. Nick Young. They didn't care whether they won games or not, and it was just sad to watch. Yeah, it wasn't like necessarily like the best basketball, but it was more like contrasting to what I've seen. Okay, this is giving me a little hope, and I like the effort I'm seeing. And uh, these these players should be getting more minutes. Basically, is all I could say. Like they are really trying, and it's sometimes that's more fun to watch. But yeah, want to get into some predictions here? Or should we talk about the Marvel game first? Do you want to? Yeah. Let's, okay. Because that's kind of wrapping up this. So we, we were t- going to record and we were, or I was not inspired, but semi-motivated because uh, Greg is a comic book fan and I'm a Pelicans fan and they were doing a Marvel cast uh, on ESPN. The first ever Marvel cast with the Golden State Warriors versus the New Orleans Pelicans. And I watched it. You watched it, so it was awful. <laughs> breaking it down here, like, uh, like first of all, the the game opened with the with the Avengers theme song. I so, like that was probably the highlight for me to be honest. For, yeah, I, I was I was drawn in for a bit. Um, and what they do, they they took uh, three players from each team, and uh, they kind of. I guess associated them with one of the uh, Avengers. And they, they said that uh, Bruce Banner and Tony Stark created a scoring system called hero points. And uh, you got one point for every point uh, assist, steal rebound and block. Uh, And you had a point deducted for every missed field goal, missed free throw and turnover. And uh, if you were on the winning team at the end, you got an extra 10 bonus. Yeah, hero I mean, points. as a game designer, it's like a, a new economy and scoring system, which right. I, I was kind of on board with. I mean, so it they, would be way uh, better had, if the uh, players actually cared. But uh, So they had uh, Steph and uh, Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green. And Steph was represented by Captain Marvel. And uh, Andrew Wiggins was represented by uh, the Black Panther. Uh, Draymond was, recommend, uh, was uh, represented by Doctor Strange. And then uh, with the Pelicans, it was Zion who Captain America, which mm-hmm. is a pretty good association. Uh, Lonzo Ball was Iron Man, and Brandon Ingram was Black Widow. That was that was uh, his representation. So and so 
uh, at the end of the game, basically uh, the idea is that the, the the winning player gets to work with the Avengers. So they were really going hard with this uh, MCU. Uh, I was getting Marvel, like Santa Disney, Claus vibes. <laughs> like, ESPN it's like pretending kind of Santa Claus exists. Washington. I know it's for kids. I don't care, but uh, um, so like throughout the game. You know, uh, there was like word bubble animation that appeared on the screen. Uh, you were like loving there it. Was, there was a block. Then it was like Hulk smash was a <laughs> big word bubble. Um, uh, there was like lightning animation, like which kind of reminded me of like the glowing puck sort of. They yeah, had that yeah. sort of thing going. Um, I have a note here that said, ask about Frank's all-star ideas. Oh, yeah. I did <laughs> tell you this. So, yeah. I actually like the idea of like this alternate scoring. And after watching this year's all-star game, I'm like, this is the worst. This, all these different formats of like doing, uh, you, you know, the quarter score and then first to 24, I think in the fourth quarter or something like that. I'm like, this is stupid, but all these players do is take stupid threes. So why not like as a game designer, I'm thinking, well, why can't we push these things to the limits a bit more? And how do you expand creativity sometimes by creating more rules? And like my idea would be to like have very specific rules for minutes or two minute chunks of the game. So, and it's random or fans can decide. And it's like for the next two minutes, you have to make at least five passes before a basket. You can only score on alley-oops. You have to take threes from beyond half court. Uh, and like, I think that would be a way more exciting game. Like, You kind of know what the other agree. team has to do. I've never heard anyone say this idea before. I'm like, this no. is an amazing idea. I 100% agree. Like, You could even, like you've seen uh, hockey um, arenas, I actually shouldn't be saying this out loud. I should be selling this no, idea. Like we're screwed. They project things on the ice. You could project hot spots like like an NBA jam where this spot if you shoot from here and it could move like dynamically on the court is worth 6 points or who knows like you could do that in an actual game. Maybe it's not the All-Star game, another game. I think that would be amazing. This is like the 2021 version of basketball. There, I think it's better than baseball. I love basketball, but this is a really good idea. And I am I have never heard it put out there, and I think it would be amazing. So I, I will say that the 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 version that we got the we watched here in Canada was the was the was the Marvel one that was on ESPN plus, but on regular ESPN, they just had the normal game with their regular yeah. regular commentary crew. So it had nothing to do with the the Marvel or the Disney thing, but uh the commentary crew. Oh. Um it was bananas. They shoehorned so many Marvel references into the game. Uh, I wonder which, if we're going to go to the same thing. Cause I have, I, I don't care about that stuff. It's for kids, but you know what? If you're going to do a Marvel cast, you got to get a bit more material than does Dr. Strange already know what's happening in this game. Like, I think they went to that 15 times. Like I, I wasn't really focused on that. Uh, like there were some deep, cuts that i thought were really good like they referenced the dora milaje at one point i didn't know yeah maybe i didn't pick up on the do you know what the cut. you know what the no. dora milaje is that's the, the the warriors in wakanda the females oh okay 
Right. Uh, I know they, so little about Marvel, and even the movies. They dropped like, the they dropped the "I am inevitable" phrase, which was what Thanos said in Endgame. Didn't get that. Um, <laughs> they uh, uh, during a, a a dunk, I believe it was by. Uh, uh, I want to say it was Zion. Someone yelled out by Odin's beard. I did. Which I thought was great. Yeah. And then uh, they even referenced Stormbreaker, which was uh, is Thor's new uh, axe. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, at the end of the game, Draymond Green, a.k.a. Doctor Strange, uh, was uh, he basically got to join the Avengers and they interviewed him after the game. And Draymond did not give a fuck. <laughs> I can't, honestly, I think I watched that. I I remember so little about it. The they interview. Said, yeah, they they said congratulations. Uh, you know, by your performance, uh, uh, you now get to uh, work with the Avengers. And he's like, oh uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, probably better than it could have gone, <laughs> to be honest. Probably, but I mean, that was basically the last gasp for the Pelicans. So if they needed to catch the Warriors, they needed to win that game, and they shit the bed completely they were embarrassing i I hope that they uh they had decent ratings for that because i would really like to see them again i i I, I think that uh you know uh if they do it again next season for one game you know they can you know tighten it up a bit and stuff and um maybe try not to shoehorn so much marvel speak in the commentary I'm fine with that just get more material i felt like they were going to the captain marvel and dr strange well over and over again, uh, it's it's sad. You know, get maybe some, those are the only some, movies. That get they some had writers seen. on this thing, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. But uh, you got earpieces. You know. Just feed in some bullshit Marvel lines to them. But your your all star game idea, I like it. It's not bad, right? I like it a lot. It's pretty they good. Can really do something there. You can get celebrities to come up with rules and sure. You know, have Drake come up with something for two minutes. I'm just trying to think of big NBA celebrities, but I think it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, they could really go all out bonkers with that sort of a thing. Yeah. And I think the players would totally be into it. I think Especially so if, uh, you know, if they're shining like a, like a blue light somewhere, like they're going to try to pass yeah. the ball to someone in that to take that shot. And no matter yeah, I think that would be really cool. It's pretty good. Frank, man, you're a genius. Like, like, here's the thing. You should be in NBA marketing, and clearly I should be a professional gardener. <laughs> there we go. We found our callings. I don't know what the hell we're doing. I got to give this rose hat to you. You're the rose gardener. That's right. <laughs> Is that a for the Wallen Rose a, Festival? Uh, no, a Jackfish alternate uh, rose hat. Oh, are the Jackfish coming back? We don't know. Who knows? They don't know yet. Possibly. Eh? I think they're waiting to see. Uh, you want to get into our playoff predictions? I might come back to the Jackfish if they come back. Okay. All right. I don't think I'm going to get – I might get seasons just to support them, but I don't know. I like the Thursday night games, but Saturday afternoon I'm not as crazy about. Um, Okay, so Eastern Conference? Yeah, we always uh, start with the Eastern, don't we? Yeah, we'll kind of blow through this but because we've done it once already. <laughs> we know what no, he... man, we got to talk about it. We can't I, blow through it. I know, I know. But, this uh, is super important stuff. 76ers versus Washington. Uh, this one's pretty easy for me, even though I, I do have a weird gut feeling about the Wizards here. Uh, Come on. I, I do. I they think... squeaked in, barely. I know, but, you know, Russ and Beal, I, I'm 
don't understand how the 76ers are the number one seed. I, to be fair, I'm completely full of shit, and I haven't watched many games, but I just this team does not make sense to me on paper. So uh, I got a, a feeling about the Wiz, but I'm picking Philadelphia. Uh, I'm also picking the uh, 76ers to uh, uh, beat the Washington Wizards. And Knicks, Hawks, obviously the Knicks are a great story. I, Everyone seems to be saying the Hawks have been really hot. Why, why are they saying the Hawks? Just, Just because they've of... been really good in the last uh, little while. And um, who's their young player again? Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so... Um, I'm. I think Knicks all the way. I love Thibodeau. I think they're playing good basketball, and uh, I'm in on the Knicks in this series. Yeah. Bucks Heat. Uh, I think the Bucks are kind of a sleeper here. I think I predict Miami to go to the finals in our preseason predictions, but I have this weird feeling about the Bucks this year. Love Drew Holiday. No one's really talking about him. I have the Bucks, and they are currently losing against the Heat in the first quarter, thirteen to eight. <laughs> uh, yes, I also have uh, the Bucks over the Heat. And Brooklyn Celtics. I have uh, Brooklyn. Although, again, I have a weird feeling about the Celtics in this series. But Kyrie versus the Nets. This is like for a seven seed versus the Celtics. I mean, who did I say? You said Kyrie versus the Nets. Oh yes, no Kyrie versus, but it might be Kyrie versus hey, it the could Nets. Could very well be. That could uh, that could be the the story, the actual story. Um, but yeah, I, I mean Brooklyn here. I, I, it's tough to deny their talent and Kyrie's stats are kind of. I didn't really know how good they were this year. He's his stats are ridiculous. So, well, uh, even like uh, I just don't think the the Celtics have much in the way of even I, I think this is probably going to be a sweep yeah uh maybe i don't think it'll be a sweep but these are this is a seven game series right they don't yeah, do the fives correct, anymore correct right okay yeah okay so brooklyn so we have philly in the knicks i have philly i also have philly and milwaukee versus brooklyn i have milwaukee i also have milwaukee hmm interesting Nets are the favorite to win the the championship right now, but yeah. I don't know. I just think there's there's too many problems with the Nets. Too many things could go wrong, and uh, I just haven't seen them consistently play as a team together for any long period of time. Well, I mean, they play well together, so. I don't know. I, I just think that when it comes to the playoffs, uh, I just I don't know how those three players are going to get along. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. So Milwaukee, Philly, I have Milwaukee going to the I, NBA Finals. You know, uh, I have uh, Philly. I, I'm pretty sure, you know, Philly probably won't be there, but that's who I've, uh, I've predicted to win. But yeah, I, I, I can see... Uh, Philly really uh, shit in the bed at some point during this playoff run. I, I'm not a a Doc Rivers fan, so I I don't know. I, I we'll see. I, I I don't I don't know how they're the number one seed. It's so uh, it's so strange to me to be honest. So, but who knows? Could be uh, Embiid has played really well. So, uh, moving on to the West. Uh, Jazz versus Memphis. Uh, 
I have the Memphis Grizzlies as an upset. So people were talking about Golden State, believe 2.0 with this team, and Memphis beat them and impressed me a lot. And I think they're going to be Memphis, believe 1.0, and beat the Utah Jazz. I have the Jazz over the Grizzlies. Not a, a shocking prediction. So no. That's one of my... I have one other ultra-bold prediction, but Memphis beating the Jazz. And then Clippers-Dallas. I'm Clippers all the way. I think Dallas is trash. I'm so sick of hearing about Luka. Don't give a shit about him. Um, I think they're going to be awful. And I think the Clippers might sweep them. You know, and it's funny. um, What I have written down here... uh, is not what I said the first time we went through, and I'm just noticing that now. It's a good thing we did the whole show over again. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I have the Mavs beating the Clippers. That's what you said, didn't you? No, I said I wanted oh, the Mavs oh, okay. to beat the Clippers, yeah, maybe not. Okay. but I didn't actually. All right, you got the Mavs. That's what I have jotted down here. Don't so believe the, the Luka hype. Do not believe it at all. Oh, no, I, I I don't think so either. It's just what I want. Okay. All right. Well, I want the Clippers to win. Kawhi is getting no respect anymore. I don't understand it. He won a championship basically as a, uh, like a, a roaming <laughs> like superstar. He's amazing. I love the Clippers. How, how do you feel about how um, it, it, it kind of did appear that the uh, Clippers – we're kind of doing whatever they could to not have to play the Lakers in the first round. Doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't bother you at all that nope. they might have I would rested avoid the some Lakers. players in order to get I a would better avoid seed. Whatever I would do, whatever I could to avoid playing the NBA officials in the first round. I would try to put that off as far as possible because that I don't think it's a Lakers thing I think it's like they are going to get every call LeBron gets every call it's not being afraid of the Lakers I would be afraid of the officiating and uh but when when your team and your owner uh for the last two or three years have been non-stop saying we're going to take back LA we're going to be the LA team and then when Potentially, they could have had them in the first round. They kind of did whatever they could to avoid it. I mean, if you're going to talk the talk like Balmer does. Yeah. And then they kind of ran away. A little bit. It doesn't bother me, though. Like, okay. All right. I, could, I see the argument 100%, but I would. And then, uh, I would all right, we also have a, uh, the Nuggets and the Blazers. I got Nuggets all the way. Don't me too. I, I know I know people love Dame Lillard, but I just don't think that's how you win playoff basketball. Uh, see the Oklahoma City with Russ as an example that always made the playoffs but didn't do anything. Um, Denver easy pick here for me. And then uh, I have uh, Lakers over the Suns. I love the Phoenix Suns. I'm cheering for them. I hope they destroy the Lakers, and I have the Lakers going through almost it's so sad uh and then in in round two uh i have the jazz over the mavs jazz mavs i have the clippers over the grizzlies 
And then I have Lakers over the Nuggets, uh, I, I think, insane. quite handily. I agree. I think it might be a sweep at that point. The Lakers will be hitting their stride. And then I have Lakers over the Jazz. I have Lakers over Clippers. So I have Lakers Bucks. You have Lakers 76ers. That's right. And my prediction for the NBA championship is the Milwaukee Bucks. Coming out of nowhere, no one's talking about them. They were overhyped the last two years. They've got a lot more experience. They've got one of my favorite players of all time, Drew Holiday, on their team. And I think Giannis goes on AD. Drew gets on LeBron sometimes or double teams. I love his defense. I am in on the box. Doesn't have the best defense, though. Well, individually, he might. Not as a team. And for my prediction for the final, happy days are here again. I mean, in my We're heart having of, another parade. In my heart of hearts, I do think the Lakers are going to win. So, uh, again, like last year, all these exciting matchups, fun to talk about, but why do we even bother? The Lakers are going to win. It's uh, the LeBron BA and uh, Space Jam 2 is coming out. We got to let LeBron win. So, uh, way to go. And uh, ultra bold prediction for me. NBA MVP, Alex Caruso. (laughs) My ultra bold prediction is Drew Holiday, NBA Finals MVP. All right. There we go. It's very exciting. So what do you think is the uh, the best matchup? Um... The series I am most... I'll, I'll do my top three series that I'm... First round series I'm most excited to watch. Yes. Number one, Lakers-Phoenix. Me too. Number two, uh, Milwaukee-Miami. Oh, also me. And number three, Jazz-Memphis, because I love watching the Grizzlies right now. Okay. Uh, I have not a lot of interest in that series. Um, you know what? I, I think I, I'm looking forward to watching the Knicks. Yeah, that could be good too. Anyway, should be. Good. I want to see some Spike Lee promos. <laughs> yeah, I mean the uh, the Raptors fan got into the Hall of Fame as a fan. Yeah, that's crazy, eh? The first fan, right? I've I've no idea if he's the first fan. I, think th- I, mean, how, I don't know if I can happened. trust the people like that to know that, but uh, I think that's what I heard. But I mean. If I knew that, I would have moved to New Orleans and gotten courtsides like twenty years or fifteen years ago. I didn't know that was. I didn't know I had a Hall of Fame bid potentially. And uh, now it's it's gone. It's never going to happen for you. You had an opportunity. <laughs> but how was Spike Lee not in there as a fan? I don't know. Or Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Anyway, that dude. Yeah, that Raptors fan. There you go. I mean, he's been there for like. I used to go. My friend had season tickets. Like. It's pretty awesome, man. You could get into the uh, the uh, the Jackfish Hall of Fame, maybe. <laughs> I don't think so, <laughs> man. I I I feel like I know I'm talking pure shit, but I w- would have dedicated my life to fandom if I knew the Hall of Fame was. You got to think outside the box. You got to think. I will be the first Hall of Fame fan. That's how you're a game changer. That's my problem. You uh, you should have, you know. You should have had the foresight to uh, to uh, to think about that, man. Mm-hmm. And you blew it. Yep, I fucked up. 
And uh, one more NBA thing been to the, touch on. Oh, sorry, go ahead. The, I know I would have said that I would have been the one to. I would have been the one to induct you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that would be an honor. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say I might be. I could have been the uh, Bulldogs Hall of Fame fan. Yeah, yeah, I know. I should be definitely. But uh, oh yeah, so as as we uh, talk about celebrating the uh, the next Los Angeles Lakers uh, NBA championship, uh, I do want to check: are, are we recording? We are recording twice. Okay, good. <laughs> and I I off always or the, since we were doing Zoom, do a backup on Zoom, and I didn't do that either. Crazy. And are you recording on both? Now? Yes, I am. All right, that's good. Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, so the uh, a former Laker has uh, been in the news uh, recently. Uh, Kwame Brown uh, has had uh, he's kind of blown up on uh, social media. I think my dog thinks I'm talking to him because he's getting all excited. As soon as I mentioned Kwame Brown, he got got excited. He loves <laughs> Kwame. I don't know why. That's weird. Uh, anyway, so uh, now Kwame hasn't played in the NBA in like. A decade. It's been a long time. Probably, yeah. Uh, he's like almost 40 now. But he got back into the news because of a, a podcast uh, uh, called uh, All the Smoke. And it's uh, hosted by uh, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. So last week they had uh, uh, Gilbert Arenas on. And uh, and they were talking about, uh, you know, his time and uh, as from being on the Wizards in the early 2000s. So Kwame, Kwame's name came up during a, a discussion about how uh, uh, Gilbert helped kind of uh, turn that early Washington Wizards team uh, into a bit of a contender. And uh, this was kind of like the the, uh, the end of the, the Jordan era in Washington, which is still kind of weird to say that there was a Jordan era for the Washington Wizards. Um, but people were uh, comparing like Kwame to... Uh, I mean, uh, uh, he had like the, I mean, they were, they were kind of saying that he kind of had the tools back then to what Anthony Davis has now. And uh, so uh, Gilbert said that uh, uh, he said that Kwame was a man child and a show pony. And apparently uh, these terms uh, kind of uh, uh, upset um, Kwame as well. And, uh, you know, kind of Stephen Jackson kind of jumped on that and uh, and said that uh, in a mocking tone that he was the uh, best number one pick of, of all time. So then Kwame uh, went on. Uh, now, he, he talked for an hour, but I really only watched that one seven minute video of, of Kwame. Yeah, I just saw the highlight reel. Yeah. Or not uh, even. I think of, it was only two minutes I saw where it's like, I'm going to talk about this. Like, I just heard what you yeah. said. So he went on to uh, his Instagram or or his YouTube or whatever. And he started, uh, uh, you know, he was saying, you know, uh, one of the quotes is, you know, it's okay to have an opinion, but it's another thing to do what you guys are doing. And then be in my face, Steven Jackson, we was teammates. And I seen you crying every time Charles Oakley about to slap the shit out of you. So (laughs) I know you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, which is hilarious. I know. I don't. I've never heard Kwame talk really before. He uh, even right. when he played, he was like really quiet. Very me. quiet, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I, I'm. I don't know what he says in all the videos. I've no, but like, I was like, I kind of like that he's 
standing right. up for himself. And, uh, so, uh, he, uh, uh, he called uh, uh, Jackson was an embarrassment and that he quit on the team. And uh, and uh, so then uh, he kind of turned his attention to uh, Gilbert Arenas and said, <laughs> he said, Gilbert, he's a little boy on the inside. He ain't no man. He was at a draft camp. He was in our pre-draft camp and they asked him, what are your goals after basketball? And he said, I want to be a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> this boy had a child's mind so that's why the guns and all that dumb shit even doing dumb shit the entire time <laughs> yeah it's uh i feel like i need to watch more of this stuff but yeah and you know call me one on uh went after uh, uh um uh, uh matt barnes a bit uh he said some you know some things that i'm not going to repeat but uh you know uh uh, but uh, they were all, uh, you know, interesting uh, comments. But uh, uh, the one thing that I didn't know, and this is what Kwame said, so I suppose we can take this as a grain of salt. He said that uh, uh, when he was uh, picked by uh, number one by the Wizards, mm-hmm. um, like this wasn't uh, – like uh, the idea to move on from the the Michael Jordan era with with him, um, or that uh, Jordan wanted uh, Kwame uh, specifically, uh, but he said that uh, there was uh, a deal on the table with the Bulls on draft night that would have sent Kwame to the Bulls for Elton Brand, hmm. and that Elton Brand was supposed to be the guy to kind of lead the Wizards uh, post. Jordan. Uh, I'd never heard that story before, so I don't know uh, uh, if that's true or not, but that's actually kind of interesting, the fact that uh, maybe they drafted him because then Brand got traded away from the Bulls to the Clippers for, for Chandler, who was the number two pick that year. Yeah, it seems like if that was possible, the deal was on the table, so right. it sounds, so, sounds a little... Suspect. So who knows what, uh, what happened there, but uh, that would... I mean... Obviously, uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, Kwame would have played better on on the Bulls, uh, but uh, Kwame played for the Lakers at some point, though, right? He did play for yeah. the Lakers, yes. Um, and uh, you know, he didn't. He had a cup of coffee there, but yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. The whole uh, it's crazy. Uh, I know Kwame's kind of been. Uh, he's a bit out there as well. I know some of his other stuff. He's a he's a big uh, conspiracy theorist, so some of his other videos are pretty strange too. Yeah, I think one of the clips I saw he said like, well, they don't let anything true on YouTube, so or something yeah. So, like yeah. He uh he he was also pro Donald Trump, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. But uh pretty crazy stuff with uh uh with uh, with Kwame and uh, but yeah, for for a guy that I don't, you know, over the last you know, 25 years of, uh, that he's been, you know, around, uh, in the basketball world. Like, I don't, I don't think I ever heard him say like three words. Yeah, right. And, all, and just, all, I don't, I just, would not have known what his voice. So it's, yeah, I guess you gotta be careful sometimes. So I, I want to hear more about Kwame. That's all I'll say. Do, uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, do you want to, uh, move into some, uh, sack time as we, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, like kinda... I, I'll just say, I watched a bit of an NHL playoffs so far. Been liking it. Florida Tampa is a really exciting series. That that's a really, I've been enjoying any time I've watched that. And, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of into the, the hockey playoffs this year too. Yeah. You know, and like every year I, I, I think that, you know, I'm going to 
try to get back into hockey. And I, I think the years that I spent watching the Bulldogs in the American Hockey League and, uh, and uh, you know, a couple of seasons of watching uh, going to live OHL games, I, I just, I think I just got a little bit tired of all the, uh, uh, of like the, the nonsense in the, the NHL and now my dog's upset that I don't watch the NHL anymore. The one thing I can say watching NHL is I am so sick of scrums after every play. And right. like like the the face washing and all, like uh, like every do we have to do this after every play by the net? Like enough. Well, who is this for? It's so yeah, annoying. And, and what, what's even worse is, is is the you know like the people on Twitter who who defend that sort of stuff and just say it's the game, man. It's you know it's it's how we do it. And I don't care and, about like I know people like are really d- divided on fighting and stuff like that. Like it's not th- it's not the violent thing. It's just like this is so unnecessary. Like, well, yeah, no, just I, I just uh, I I I don't. I, I I guess I just don't really like to see that kind of. Uh, you know, violence in, in, in regular sport anymore. I mean, that's, that's why I watch wrestling. I mean, I'll, I'll watch that sort of stuff there, you know, um, you know, and, and, you know, to see highlights of, uh, you know, that Tom Wilson guy and, and, you know, crap that he does. Well, yeah, and, I'm not talking about stuff like that. I, I, no, I no, no, yeah. I know. And, and, uh, you know, Brad Marchand is another oh. guy with the Bruins who's just like the worst to watch. And, um, and yeah, I think I think like the the last lockout, the player strike slash lockout, was kind of when things kind of really took a nosedive for me with the NHL and my interest there. I just I just kind of lost uh, the interest that I used to have. Like I just I think the NHL for me was better in the '80s and in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and then uh, you know then I see the the highlights of uh, of the the Toronto. Montreal game where uh, Tavares got, you know, it was a, a horrible accident. Did you see the, the yeah, clip of that? Yeah, I was watching that game. The, um... So, like, it was a hit and he fell down right into the path of another player who whose knee uh, just cracked him in the head. And then, uh, you know, after, you know, they got Tavares on the stretcher and, you know, and all the players from both teams were, you know, showing support and checking on him and make sure he's okay and everything was great. And then they go to Dropped the puck again, and uh, the, the, I, my the buddy one guy was... who accidentally hits him gets challenged to a fight. Like, what was that fight for? I think he he read the one I can't remember who was from the Leafs, but he, he was saying just accept it, just accept it. And I think the other guy from uh, was like, I, I don't, I don't know. There was like, there was nothing going on there, and it's like, yeah, like I mean, everybody kind of knew that it was a, a total freak accident. But then I think the one Leaf player said, you know, that's our captain, you know. It's, we're gonna do this, and it's just like, you know, what if the Leaf player like broke his hand, or what if the the Montreal Canadian or one of them also got a concussion in the fight? You know, like like, like people do get knocked out in fights, and so like th- this was like the whole idea of having a fight after that was dumb. I I, I think having fights after anything is is really dumb in hockey, and it's one of the things that I really don't like about it. It's kind of the same thing in in baseball when, you know, uh, if if one team thinks that the other team threw at the player, then the next inning, the other player, the other team has to throw at their other player. I just, you know, I don't like that nonsense. But maybe as I'm getting older, I, I just, I don't. I don't really need to see that sort of thing, but yeah. So I've been I haven't been watching any hockey at all, but I've been watching a lot of baseball. 
uh, I don't, I didn't get to see much of it last, last year. And so, uh, this year I've been, uh, making sure, like I watch, I watch a lot of the replays of the Orioles games. Well, the ones when I they spoiled win, a anyway. no hitter for you. You did. So like the, there was a no hitter <laughs> by John means in the afternoon and I'd come home from work and I was going to watch it. And <laughs> he totally spoiled it in a text, but that's all right. Well, you had sent me some random Orioles player and I'm like, right. I, I, I had no idea that anything and I'm like, special. Are you sending me just, this because of the no hitter? Right. <laughs> you're like, I, no, I just I'm just actually starting. About, the game. What, what did I, what was that all about? Um, some red haired guy with a mustache. Yeah. 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 Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find that here. Yeah. I, I sent you uh, a picture of a uh, Don Stanhouse who has like a carrot top, red haired wig and a huge like Lana McDonald mustache and mm. uh he was an all star for the Orioles in seventy nine and I just read about him. Uh, he had twenty four saves that year and Jim Palmer said that he was the best O's pitcher at the time and he had two nicknames. One was Stan the Man Unusual and uh the other one was Full Pack uh because uh he had a pension for purposely walking batters that he didn't want to face and uh, which resulted Earl Weaver, who was the Orioles manager of the time, to smoke a full pack of cigarettes when he was on the mound. And then Earl Weaver often referred to Don Stanhouse as an asshole. <laughs> and I just happened to see this guy's photo online, and I said, like, what is that? And then I, I found out who he was, and then I read this story about him, and I sent that to you. And it just happened to be like yeah. an hour after the Orioles had a no-hitter. And yeah. I was just getting down to watch it. Watch <laughs> and I didn't game, even know you watched them after the fact. Like, I didn't know yeah. you watched the replay. So, yeah. But uh, the Oils are, are absolutely god-awful. Um, they're not that they, bad. Well, they, they, got, they, they got swept by uh, uh, Tampa earlier this week. And Tampa scored, like, 35 runs in the three games. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they're... They're definitely in last, and for for a while, like there was like the Red Sox were in first, and then uh, the Blue Jays and the Yankees and the O's and uh, and Tampa were all kind of in that same spot. Yeah, and then something just happened, and reality, <laughs> reality kind of checked in, and but yeah, so I've been watching more baseball, uh, and uh, but now, now I'm super excited to uh, to watch the NBA playoffs, and you know who knows maybe uh, maybe the Stanley Cup final will bring me back in. We'll we'll see. I just uh, I just find that I just don't care, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I used to be a huge hockey fan. But uh, yes, so. Let's get into uh, some sack time. If you've got a question or a comment uh, for us, you can uh, uh, email it to us, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, send it through uh, Twitter, uh, at balljunkpodcast or at the gas man lives. Uh, Frank, still not on Twitter? Nope. No. Nope. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, uh, at balljunkpodcast. Uh, uh, you're not going to get any sports content. You're just going to get photos of a dog. But hey, that's what that's what the people want. Gotta they want more animal photos, right? And, and mulch. Yeah, I'll, I'll try get to get dog some mulch on photos mulch. in there. Yes, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that later today. Um, right. So uh, let's go. Uh, we got a few questions uh, this time. So let's. Uh, the first one is from uh, the Silver Vapor. Vapor, I great think, name. Yeah. Said hi, ballers. Uh, two quick ones about the NBA. 
who is your current favorite player without team biases? So you are no longer LeBron. Mm. Uh, me? Yeah, I'm well, asking LeBron's you. LeBron hasn't been my yeah. favorite player for a long oh, okay. time. So I, I think my current favorite player that's not on the Lakers, I think, is Steph Curry. Hmm. I just I love watching the guy play. Yeah, he was really entertaining. I watched quite a f- well. A lot of the games with the Pelicans were against the Warriors, but uh, I mean, I I I haven't watched like it's not like a watching thing. Like I my like favorite like would probably be Drew Holiday, but uh, but that's kind of team biased because he played for my team, right? Um, just based on this week, I'm gonna go uh, John Morant. I absolutely loved watching him play this week. And uh, I, I wish uh, I didn't mention this. I literally thought I wish the Pelicans had John Morant and not Zion, which I don't think anyone else would say. Huh? I was that impressed. The, uh, the second one from the silver Z- silver vapor is what, in your opinion, is the most necessary change the league has to implement to make the game better. My all-star it, game ideas. Well, yes. I think that's fantastic. And he said his idea would be to eliminate live ball timeouts. Um, that could work, I guess. I think just replay has to go bye-bye. Yeah. It's the worst. I know I've said this a million times, but like in the first half of a game, it's like two guys hit the ball and they just kind of say like, Oh, whoever it could have been a foul. And then when you start analyzing who a ball goes out of bounds on, it's a lot of the times the offensive team, even though the guys like went through the ball and now we care about that minuscule detail and we don't for half of the game just seems stupid to me. Get rid of the um, replay. No, they, they've always done how long have they been doing replay to make sure the the threes? The shot... I'm fine with the threes or shot clock right. stuff. Yeah, the shot, shot clock stuff. Shot yeah. clock, yeah. verify a shot, verify three pointers. That's it. Not challenging okay. fouls and charges and all this other stuff. Get real. Any uh, any thoughts on uh, Demar Derozan being a free agent? Think uh, he'll end up somewhere? None. I was reminded no, I... he just. For whatever reason, playoffs just doesn't happen. And that play-in game, uh, again, it's like the Raptors. He took every shot at the end of that game, and he was not good. Not that I don't think he's good in the regular. There's just something about the uh, the playoffs that doesn't, doesn't happen. I uh, got a question here on uh, Twitter from uh, uh, at Joshua Hoover. Uh, how far out is Frank on the NBA now? Turns out you're back, back in. in. Back in. No, that's great news. Shit, but today I'm back in. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, another one from uh, uh, Dan Bernard. Uh, hey guys, uh, I, let me, I think up. I'm just out in of regular season in general. If it's not fair football. enough, I'm just I'm becoming an old man. Like I got gotcha. you. I understand. Uh, uh, his question, first of all, is titled NBA slander. Okay. Uh, so, hey, guys, I just woke up this morning and saw that LeBron James violated the health and safety protocols by attending a party with Drake and Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Who were do you guys think? Right? Pardon me? They were courtside at the game. Yes. Do you, do you guys think anything should slash will be done about this? And if not, why? Considering Kevin Durant had to sit out three games due to safety protocols in February. How does Frank feel about the corrupt NBA? <laughs> 
I like I don't know what the actual protocol rules are for the NBA right now. If it is a breach of the rules, yeah, he should be suspended. Well, apparently they 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 talked to the team and then they looked at the event and they I b- believe they uh uh, uh Wojo uh came out with a note saying that uh uh that they uh that it wasn't a, a spreadable virus situation. So I don't I don't know. That's just what uh, he reported on. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I like my my virus is like my peanut butter <laughs> spreadable. That's right. <laughs> like what the hell? Like it's non-spreadable. Thanks, Woj. Yeah. And then uh, he said, uh, "Oh, he ends it with uh, get Adam Silver out of here. Much love." So I like uh, Adam Silver. Thanks. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, this is actually a good one here from uh, I think I saw uh, from this Tim. One. Pardon me. This is the drive-in one. Yeah. yeah, you saw this one. Yeah. Uh, on film junk, movies are often called a good drive-in movie. If sports were shown at the drive-in, what would make for a good drive-in sporting event? I gave this one some thought, and I really struggled. I don't know if you came up with anything good. The, honestly, the best thing I could come up with was golf. But it's not at night. Like it feels like it needs like this. The drive-in's only an option at night, and it needs to be something that would play well at night. That's outdoors, and I really couldn't think of anything. I mean, maybe football. I'd watch a Bills game at the drive-in, like a like a Monday night game or something like that. But most games are during the day. Yeah, no. I, Monday night I agree football that, Bills uh, would be the best at the drive-in. If it was all Bills fans there, I would love it. If you could tailgate, that would be even better. Yeah. Well, you just do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's good too. Um, yeah, I, I think it definitely would be have to be a, a collection of of like one group of fans, right? Like yeah. one one team's fans. Uh, so yeah, so Wojnarowski uh, uh, said uh, LeBron James won't be suspended for protocols violation. Sources tell ESPN, nature of event didn't rise to a threat level of virus spread as described uh, in, a, in a different story. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no I don't virus really spread detected. I just, uh, the, the problem with the NBA is rules are enforced differently on the court. So I'm not surprised they're enforced differently off the court. Well, I'm just glad you didn't lose it. <laughs> You've already done that a couple times today, so yeah. we, we well, don't that need that again. I was mad at myself, not the NBA. I understand. Yeah, so thanks for all your uh, sack time questions. And uh, once again, if you want to send those to us, uh, podcast at gmail.com, uh, at balljunkpodcast and at the gas man lives on Twitter and uh, at balljunkpodcast on the Instagram. Uh, Mr. Frank, we've got uh, just one more thing left for us to do. I am ready. I am prepared. Are you ready for it? Yep. Let me bring it up here and make sure. uh, All right. It's time for the gas pedal. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. We've got uh, a huge episode 47 coming up. I don't even know what we're talking about it, but I know it's going to be special because it's the Stefan LeBeau edition. And when I was growing up, my first Montreal Canadiens jersey was a Stefan LeBeau jersey. Hmm number 47 and one time at a buffalo sabers game i saw a girl wearing a bow jersey and she was probably my soulmate but i was too scared to talk to her and i regrets you still regret it 
I still regret it to this day. Anyway, thanks for listening to the show. Frank, are you ready for the gas pedal? Yes. All right, here we go. Phil Mickelson is currently tied for the lead at the PGA Championship. Will he hold on to it? No. That's easy. Uh, So far this season, there have been six no-hitters in the Major League Baseball season. Seven, if you include a seven-inning no-no. Does baseball have an issue? No. A very inexperienced Canadian hockey team lost to Latvia for the first ever time at the World Hockey Championship. Is this a big deal or no big deal? Absolutely non-register for me. (laughs) Kind of happy. Canada's Brad Gushu and uh, Kerry Einerson have secured a semifinal berth in the World Mixed Curling Championships in the UK. Will they bring home the gold? God, yes. Nice. Euro Euro 2020 begins uh, this June 11th in 2021. Which country is your early favorite to win? Croatia, I guess. Good pick. Uh, The actual early favorite is England. Is Croatia even in it? I'm just... I believe they, yes, they I, are. They made it to the World Cup final. Like I'm assuming they're pretty good still. On NFLshop.com, the top five selling items are all Tim Tebow items. Did you get your new Tebow jersey? Absolutely not. And finally, Frank, the Toronto Arrows knocked off the Houston Sabercats last weekend, 19 to 10. What sport am I talking about? I have no... Softball. It is rugby, but good guess. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll catch you with episode uh, 47. Balls. Mulch. <laughs>